Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. It's time for another episode of the Worship Leader Probs podcast, episode 219 to be exact. Hard to believe we've been together all these weeks. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're that's just That's a lot adding, of weeks. That's a lot of weeks. When, when was your first... Uh, you got, you, we interviewed you. We called it the one with the funny smell. Right. It was that. somewhere in the nineties. That one was. Somewhere in the nineties. Mm-hmm. That one was. And then it was not long after that. It you, wasn't. A couple. You stepped in. Just a few later. <laughs> right. You stepped in. <laughs> yep. You stepped in and she's been here ever since guys helping us with the three E's entertain, encourage, and equip. And what we would love it. If, if you would just do one little thing for us, just one little bitty thing. Tiny thing. Head, jump over to Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars on the Worship Leader Props Podcast. Rate it five stars and a really solid review. Yeah. Right? I, that's Nothing not asking would make, a lot. It's not. it's not. It's really very little, it is. actually. It is very little. Yeah. Compared to the lift that this podcast is. That's mm-hmm. true. It's very that's, true. We love it. We love it. But- It'll take you 30 seconds. Right. Yeah. Because I think even when you're hitting play, if you just kind of scroll down in there, yeah, just do there's it. some just stars right there at the bottom. I just rip it in there. Just do it. It would big Yonsei would be very pleased. If you I did would that. be. I would be very pleased. I would. <laughs> uh, it's so good to be here. Man, 219. This is Isn't that crazy. It's, it's crazy. Do we have I I guess not quite. It's not quite prime time, Brian time, is it? It's it's getting there. It's, it's, it's getting there. It's, it's 4 30 p.m. Yeah. So we've got Almost primetime Brian, and we've got afternoon slump Jen right now because <laughs> <laughs> I am so tired. But hey, we're going to have some fun today. Uh, like Brian said, we're going to we share are. those three E's. Uh, we're going to share some resources with you because we always want to help equip you for ministry. We're going to mm-hmm. share some laughs. We got some prayer concerns on deck. Yes, we do. I cannot wait. Um, we're going to be sliding into the DMs. We've got a little bit uh, of a turn today in the, yeah, the old switcheroo. Little switcheroo. We're going to do something a little <laughs> bit different today, sliding into the DMs. And then we're going to be sharing a conversation that we got to have with Hannah Hobbs. Oof. Hannah Hobbs. That was such from a great, the future. From the future. Yeah. Because she's yeah. in Australia. So she came to yeah. us from the future. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's what we're going to be doing today. It's going to be so much fun, guys. And just continuing in that spirit of fun, let us tell you about our wonderful friends at Planning Center. Okay, fam, it's time to talk about Planning Center. So if you're a worship pastor, maybe you're thinking, I'm already using services. What are we doing talking about Planning Center? Okay, well, did you know that with services, you can also have free access to another incredibly powerful product called People? With People, you can create a volunteer pipeline to get new volunteers through their application process and then assign to a team. In People, you can create an online form to get new volunteers, a workflow to help you walk them step-by-step through the application and training process, and then automatically add them to services so you can get them scheduled. And that's just one way you can use people. So give it a try. Learn more at planningcenter.com slash pipeline. 
And remember, if your church is looking for tools to help with things like giving, small group chat, event signups, live streaming, and custom reporting, Planning Center has tools for that too. So let your church administrator know. Check out planningcenter.com. So Jennifer. Yes. You look like you might've gotten a little bit of a fresh, uh, fresh do here I today. Did. Yeah. 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 Nice. I, after weeks of the travel and then weeks of laying on the couch, trying to recover my, <laughs> my hair was in need. Absolutely. So yeah, a little refresh. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Looks good. Looks, Thanks. looks real healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, Hey, have you been, uh, have you been keeping up with this college revival stuff? I have been. I have been. How incredible is that? I know, man. It looks amazing. I just saw a, a reel today or a video that um, Carrie Job had posted yeah, that yeah. she went driving over there, you know, last night just to just to kind of check it out. And I think that that's what they're seeing. A lot of people are coming from all yeah. over the place. They yeah. want to see it, and I think people want want to be a part of something. You know? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Our friend was, Brett uh, Brett Younger from Passion was yeah. there a couple nights ago. Was and, he? Wow. Um, yeah, I, I just it's pretty. I mean, you know, of course we're Christians, so we got to poke holes in everything. And there's plenty of people, people doing that. Right. But you know, it, man, if the, if the worst thing that happens is that this, I mean, this story is, was on national news last right. night. So right. uh, if it gets people curious and talking and, and you got people who have been worshiping almost straight for eight or nine days, like, man, it's hard, be hard to find the problem with well, that. Well, I was going to say, know? I just, go, I, yeah, I don't see what the problem is. I forget who said it, but I saw a post going around that was saying when it comes to the revival, I'd rather be naive than cynical. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's I like, John I, Egan yeah, that. John Egan shared yeah, it. And yeah. I'm like, seriously, what is, what is with this mentality to sit back and pick it apart? Okay. Worst yeah. case, there's a group of people who have spent 24 hours a day for the last over a week in worship. What have you done? You yeah. sat back and you I mean, criticized and you were cynical. So check yourself. Let's get it. And now it's, uh, it's, uh, kind of starting to happen in some other university campuses. I just think it's incredible. I, I, Mm -hmm. we're, you know, praying, we're trying to get to Asbury, uh, one of these days, if we can, hopefully it just keeps going and God uses it to really bring about transformation and, um, let's see it keep spreading, man. Uh, let's, let's go. Yeah. It's awesome. Let's go. It is awesome. Um, you know, speaking of awesome, we had some fun in January. Mm-hmm. We were in multiple places. We were, we were cold. We were warm ish. Yeah. We were, uh, yeah. You know, Florida was maybe not as warm as right. it normally, you know, is, but that's all right. We yeah. had a real is warmer than Indiana. So we had some great fun at conferences in January. If you're attached to a conference or, um, maybe you're, even your church is looking to bring in some people for team night. Uh, to send us an email info yeah. at worshipleaderprobs.com. We'd love to, uh, we'd love to connect with you. Uh, we've got this resource, the overflow worship leader startup toolkit. It's a partnership with overflow worship. Um, check the link in our bio and, uh, jump in. If you're a newly positioned leader, this is for you, man. We hope you will, uh, take advantage of that. Yeah. Check all that out. Check it out. Well, Brian, you yeah. know what time it is? Time is it? Okay. Or ace. <laughs> I think it's time for prayer concerns. 
Prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They're the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Five Words Media is also the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Props. Now, if your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear or maybe you have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz and they will do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. Just consider them as an extension of your church production team, and they'll focus on the five words that clients experience with every project they do. Those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click the link in our bio and then click on the link for Five Words Media to get started today. Guys, you never disappoint. Not a single week of these 219 episodes have you ever disappointed with prayer concerns. So these are all submissions from real people in real churches all around the world. Your people like to maybe slip you a little shade for something you did in a service every now and then, or maybe it was too loud, or the lights shine in their eyes, or you didn't sing any hymns, or you know the drill. Right, right. We're all we're all hearing it. We're all so uh, people send these in to us anonymously. We'll never share your name or your church's name, but we do like to share them on the podcast because it just reminds us all. First of all, it allows us to have a good hearty laugh, yep. hopefully. And secondly, it just reminds us we're we're, all, we're not alone. We're all in this together and uh, it's good fun. So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. Uh, this is a little bit of a back and forth. Okay. And uh, <laughs> senior lady comes walking by, the worship leader, and he says, hi, how are you today? Now I say he says, it might be a, a she, I don't know, um, but they say to the the senior lady, hi, how are you today? And uh, the senior lady replies, well, to be honest, I'm really great. I actually enjoyed the songs this morning. <laughs> it's the use of actually. You didn't I need actually, the, I actually enjoy. You don't need the word. You can just say I enjoyed. And that's, that's going to be good right there. <laughs> it's, it's pretty. Yeah. Just leave it. Just, just cut her off. Yeah. Right just there. cut out. Yeah. All right. Number two, <laughs> prayer concern. Number two, this one is handwritten. And I wish you could see it. Okay. So I'm going to try to describe it for you. And it says under the name of the, this is like on a, whatever their card is called at this church, this under name, it says, love this church, but, and the the butt is circled, (laughs) but struggling with the lights that shine straight into my eyes while I am trying to read the words to the songs during uh, worship. Why have lights blind us? <laughs> <laughs> oh my Why have gosh. Lights Why? Blind us? Why have the lights blind us? That is what they're there for. We, we want you to be blinded and exactly. <laughs> struggle. Exactly. Oh, oh my goodness. All right. Okay. Number three, prayer concern. Number three, this one is actually typed. But it's typed in like a papyrus font or something. You know, wow, fancy. Those, Someone got fancy. Yeah, very, very fancy. So it's an, another uh, for our LDs out there. It says, prayer concern number three, why are exotic light designs moving around the sanctuary ceiling needed to worship our beautiful Savior? Last week, the ceiling looked like noodles were flying around. Are they symbolic of something Christian? Are Jesus, music, and our voices not enough to enter into the spirit realm of God's kingdom? <laughs> Moving parts of the ceiling are really distracting. 
Oh my God. <laughs> I love that they says, is, is there is a Jesus, spiritual is Jesus not enough? <laughs> well, I'm like the spiritual significance to the noodles. I would so badly want to be like, yes, there is. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Modern day Those theologians m- actually believe that the manna from heaven was pasta. So, uh, <laughs> Okay, so that was that was I lost my place. That was number three. Yeah. Um, Okay. Here's number four. Prayer concern number four. This one you'll have a really uh, good response to. It says, "Great." Can the musicians and singers wear long shirts to cover their tattoos during worship? It's giving a bad influence to the kids Mm -hmm. and teens. Yep. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, cover it. Ernestine. You better hide it. <laughs> You're influencing the kids. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh There's my just Lord. so much. There's so much that can be said. <laughs> Absolutely. Gosh. Okay. Here's the last one. The bottom of the pudding cup. Prayer concern number five. The congregation member says, you play the same songs every week. Worship leader. We played two new songs the following week. Church member. It's really hard to follow along when you keep doing new songs. <laughs> this is a little they, bit of a moving target. Yeah, we can't make this guy happy, can we? A <laughs> little bit of a moving target. Stop doing the same songs. Stop doing new songs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe no songs. Maybe like, no songs. Just, yeah, it's a little just stare worship. at the squiggly lights on the ceiling together and let Jesus be Right, enough. the noodles. The noodles on the ceiling. That's all we need. Noodle time. <laughs> uh, okay, guys, those are prayer concerns. Please keep sending those in. And uh, we love that you do. You can go to worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab and submit yours there. And I hope that you do. Well, it's time to jump into the next segment of the podcast that we call Sliding Into the DMs. Sliding into the DMs is brought to you by Marshall Electronics. For over 40 years, Marshall has been designing high-quality video cameras and equipment for live productions of all sizes. Marshall has been a sponsor of Free Church AV since the very beginning, and they continue to support the mission. Marshall is well-known for its miniature CV500 series cameras that offer excellent video quality in a very small package. Mount them over a drum kit or a keyboard or a mic stand. You can put them almost anywhere you need to add an interesting perspective to your church or live event, all at an extremely affordable price. The new miniature CV566 camera can be seen on this season's install of Free Church AV, featuring the latest in Sony sensor technology with easy setup and operation. Go check out the Marshall family of cameras at the link in our bio. So for 218 episodes, you, the listeners in the WLP community, you have slid into our DMs mm-hmm. and asked questions and stuff that you were uh, dealing with in your team, your church, or your ministry, whatever. Today, we're going to pull the old switcheroo and we're going to slide into your DMs. We're getting on and Instagram we, right now and we're yes. messaging everybody, copy and paste. Exactly. All, All 112,000 <laughs> of you. <laughs> That's Jen's doing that. That's, That's yep. very I'm gracious. I'm going to get working on that. Very, very gracious. Um, okay, so here's the question that we have for you today. And we're going to bat this around a little bit between the two of us. Who are you listening to? Hmm. Who are you listening to? 
Um, and here's what I, here's what, here's what I'm getting at. So we got stuff coming at us all the time, right? Pedal to the metal, social media, uh, at just everywhere you look, uh, you know, input, input, input yeah. stuff, stuff is coming at us. And so, uh, who, who, who are you listening to? You know, how are you, how are you sorting through that? Because who you're listening to becomes who influences you. Yes. And we have, um, been instructed in the word to intentionally protect mm-hmm. what we let in Proverbs four twenty three. We all know it. Uh, guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the ESV says, keep your heart with all vigilance for from it flows the springs of life. Like mm-hmm. we've been, that's in a very intentional uh, instruction for us to guard and protect. And so who are you listening to? Who is influencing you? And here's what we want to do. We want you to DM us. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who Who's influencing you right now? Is it a podcast? Is it a band? Is it a worship leader? Is it uh, an author? Is it, what am I missing? Am I missing something? Yeah, no, you're probably. Everybody, I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. What, what are you listening to? Right. What is influencing you? You can DM that to us or you can email us info at worshipleaderprobs.com. But this issue is on kind of at the forefront of my mind right now because, um, you know, we are, to be discerning, mm-hmm. you know, and wise with the kind of stuff that we listen to, that we take in, that we watch, the kind of people that we follow on social media, yep. the kind of posts that we interact with. Um, we're supposed to be discerning mm-hmm. with the kind of stuff we allow into our hearts, into our minds, into our eyes and our ears. And so in this day and age, there are so many people who who have who have platforms and they have platforms for all kinds of reasons. Right. Yeah. Um, just because they might have the right kinds of words in their bio mm-hmm. in our particular field, just because they have worship in the bio or, mm-hmm. or whatever, doesn't mean we don't have to have our filters on. Right. When we listen. Right. Is that fair? Yeah. It's very fair. Yeah. I mean, look at social media. Sometimes I get scared because you get on TikTok and the amount of theologians on TikTok is just shocking. Oh my goodness. Yes. It's it's absolutely shocking. And again, like you said, just because people can use the right words, just because it sounds good doesn't mean it is good. And so we do have to be discerning. We, um, I, I forget where it says, but in the New Testament, it talks about testing the spirits, like asking the Holy Spirit to help you go, okay, Lord, is this does this line up with your words? Search out the word, you know, know the word yourself. Um, but I love that you're saying that because anybody can slap the words worship leader on anything. Mm-hmm. Anybody can put those words anywhere. And suddenly now that means that they have authority and that they should be speaking or that's something that we should be listening to. So we do have to have mm-hmm. discernment and we do need to be aware. And then even if it's not someone, you know, who necessarily is out there trying to influence just all of the content, that's out there. You know, what we put into us is, is going to greatly impact us. You know, um, it's funny. I was, I was in a conversation with someone uh, a month or so ago and we were talking about music and I'm really bad about knowing what the kids are listening to these days. I'm really, I'm just, I can help you with that. You can't, you can, that's true. You know, you can, you know, I'm your, I'm your hook up there. You are. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really bad about staying in touch with 
you know, with music. And I mean, we could, we could really dive deep into this. I could go deep into my story about being raised, not being allowed to listen to secular music and that sort of a thing. And, and my only thought is, is this, um, what we put into us, what we listen to, it impacts us and gets rooted in. Why, why are we more concerned with, you know, what we watch? There's a lot of Christians that, you know, we have stances about the important, you know, how we have to be careful about what we watch. Yep, I mean, yep. because we're like, well, you know, it's, this isn't good for us to watch. This isn't pure. This isn't holy. This isn't excellent. Okay. But then we have no problem listening to music that doesn't, you know, kind of follow that. And I, I think too, particularly as worshipers and as worship leaders, even more so what we feed ourselves matters, you know, so going beyond music, what we feed ourselves, it does matter. Uh, like you said, out of the overflow, you know, out of the overflow, the spring yes. that is yes. within us, out of the abundance of our heart, our heart, our mouth speaks out of the abundance of what is in our heart is how we, you know, how we behave and how we, uh, you know, carry ourselves in life. So yeah, it's, it's important, vitally important. It sure is. And it might be, maybe the word is pastor in the bio or mm -hmm. minister whatever. I was watching a TikTok today and the guy was um, poking holes in the Asbury revival because they were using CCM music and they had females on the platform. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that, that yeah. means it, that, and, and they were not, they were reading from a trend and I'm not kidding. They were reading from a translation that was not King James only. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, wow. Yeah. There's a lot to that, mm -hmm. you know, and, mm -hmm. and so that, that was enough for that guy to take to social media. And, and, and so all, all we're trying to say is be discerning, Yeah, be discerning. And how do you how, like, you know, do you know that, um, we have a dear friend who's a retired military guy. And do you know the sole purpose of the secret service? Do you know what it is? Mm. It is to protect the currency of the United States of America. And how do you, how do you protect something? And that, that is that you have to know exactly what it looks like. Mm -hmm. You have to be so familiar with the original that you spot something that is an original mm -hmm. just with the snap of a finger. Wow. And so f apply that to this conversation. Mm -hmm. We have to be in tune. As Jen said, the overflow, what are we filling up with? Yeah. What are we taking in? We have to be so focused on the original mm -hmm. that it helps us to spot something that maybe isn't for us. Right. Yep. That's so true. So it's true. Good. It's good. So true. Well, uh, hey, keep the keep your DMs coming. We love uh, talking about, and we might do this from you know every now and then. We'll slide into your DMs. <laughs> so um, we do want to hear from you uh, this week. Email info at worshipleaderprobs.com or DM us on the socials, and uh, let's talk about what's influencing you. What's what are you listening to? Um, as Jen said, we had an amazing conversation with a worship leader from the other side of the world mm -hmm. and also from the future. So <laughs> let us uh, dive into our conversation with worship leader, Hannah Hobbs. The worship leader props podcast is thrilled to have Hannah Hobbs with us. Thank you so much for taking the time, Hannah. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. This is like a multiple continent. 
conversation. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, we had to do some coordinating of time zones because Hannah is literally on the other side of the world. It's tomorrow. She's in the future. She's in the future. She's calling from the future, guys, and everything (laughs) is good. Everything's good in the future. Rest assured, we're going to be okay. Uh, so Hannah, how is life? How's life down under over in Sydney, Australia? Life is good here. It's a rainy day here in Sydney. And um, no, things are really good here. It's extremely humid in Sydney at the moment. Mm-hmm. So uh, I feel a little bad for my husband because, you know, unfortunately the air conditioning is not working in his car. So oh, every time he comes oh. in from work, he's like glowing with sweat. I'm like, I'm so sorry. We really <laughs> no, need to sort this out. No. <laughs> oh man, that's not good. Oh, day. that's fantastic. Well, we had a couple of minutes to chat before we hit record and guys, you're going to really enjoy, enjoy this conversation. So, um, so people have been singing your songs for a while. We'll talk about that in a second, but can you, t- can you tell us a little bit about your journey? Like how, how did you find your way into ministry, into music? Uh, how, how did you get started? Yeah. I mean, uh, my story is basically like, I uh, didn't grow up in a Christian family or going to church, anything like that. So um, when I was about 13, a friend of mine invited me to a church service and um, I really genuinely encountered God for the first time. Mm. Uh, I know I was only young, but when, you know, when you've grown up in a way where you don't know much about the things of God and you haven't had that as a part of your life, I think encountering well, first of all, the presence of God for the first time, but then also like the community and the church community. And um, it really changed my life. And so, um, you know, I'd grown up playing, you know, learning classical piano and guitar was at that time my first instrument. So then to discover that you could also use your musical gifts and things to serve God and build the church, it was just like a total eye-opener for me. So um, kind of spent the better part of my teen years, um, you know, playing electric guitar in church and, uh, you know, trying to find my way there. And um, yeah, now I am a married woman. I have two little kids, so a five-year-old son and a four-year-old daughter. And life is crazy, but it's a good life. It's a good, crazy life. (laughs) Wow. That's fantastic. Electric guitar. That's awesome. That's yes. all. That is awesome. <laughs> like a shred. <laughs> like a green, yes. a bright green, metallic green Ibanez for anyone who's interested. Wow. It's like, nice. wow. I don't know what to say. Nice. It was what it was. Nice. That, that may be a new Instagram <laughs> account for us. Chicks who shred. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, right? I like it. Yeah. I like it. We should start it. We should. Yeah. Because we need another account, Brian. We need. Right. <laughs> exactly. We do need, we do need spare time. Okay, so Hannah, you've been a worship leader and a songwriter at your home church, Hillsong Church, for you said over thirteen years. Um, that's a long time. I, you know, I don't know if, if it might not seem like a long time to some, but I think like the, we were. I was having a conversation with someone the other week, and like the average longevity in like a worship leading position now is like less than two years in right. the church. So, what would you say has helped you to maintain longevity in ministry? Yeah, I think um, it's such a great question. You know, like for me, um, my my husband is completely non-musical. So he is like kind of tone deaf, doesn't play any instruments. Um, I'm going somewhere with this, by the way, but he, um, <laughs> he, he often laughs at me because, you know, as a, as a creative person in church, often on the weekend, 
you have to get to the service two hours, two and a half hours before. And he'll say to me like, why do you have to get there so early? Like you guys generally play the same (laughs) songs every week. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Um, So I'm like, at this point we've been married, you know, like a long time. I'm like, you just need to accept this is how it goes. But all that to say, like we have so many people, you know, on our own church team who work full-time jobs and have these big lives, have kids and families. But, um, you know, they, they still every weekend, I think of one guy in our team, he plays keys. He's been playing on team for the better part of two decades and he has a big job. He has a daughter. And I, I say all that to say, I think like the motivation is, um, First of all, like on a really practical level, I think it's really fun to serve God with other people and to hang out with people. We spend so much time together that you build these like friendships and relationships that are so life-giving and I guess friends become like family. And so like the idea of going Mm -hmm. and serving God together and leading worship together or writing songs for the church is like kind of a nice thing. It's not a chore. It feels fun and like a bit, it's a joy And so I think there's that practical side, like relationally of we get to do life together and it's a family and community. Mm -hmm. So that's a big motivator. But I think as well, like you get to experience like from a really unique perspective, like God moving in people's lives. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, we, we, we get to know people in our church. Like, so for example, you know, just recently there's a couple in our church who lost their mom really tragically through, through, um, Mm -hmm. cancer and then that weekend they come to church and they stand in the service and we're leading worship and you're watching this amazing couple just like lean into God and worship their hearts. I think we were seeing goodness of God that day. And mm. they're just wow. declaring that even though obviously in this extreme grief. And it's like, um, I think there's just this deep sense of, wow, this feels really powerful to be a part of like a community of people where, um, people are leaning into God and you get to know their stories. And I, I just think it, there's a joy in kind of outworking our faith that way and kind of putting our hand, it, it, it helps it to not grow old, I guess, in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I guess that's a, that's a big motivator. Wow. That's uh, fantastic. So I imagine wow. in the, in an atmosphere like that, where you're, you're serving alongside people, like you said, they become almost like family and friends. Yeah. There's got to be some stories Sometimes where maybe uh, things didn't go as planned, the song kind of went off the rails. Do you have any funny stories? I'm sure we were were joking earlier. This might encourage someone who is, you know, just at their their church week to week to hear that occasionally he'll song. (laughs) They have their moments too. I wish I could say it was occasionally, but it's more frequent than we'd probably like to admit. But um, there's so many things like, I mean, literally just on Sunday, Sunday morning, just gone, we had, um, this really amazing two people leading worship and they were, they were in a a certain key about to launch into their last song. For some reason, the keyboard player was kind of hinting, like even as I was standing in the congregation, I was like, Oh, I can't quite tell which key he's leaning towards here. And then the worship leader just hard committed to the key that she thought was correct. And it was not correct. And then slowly, slowly over about 30 seconds, the band, like she's just committing in that key and the band was in the other key. 
And then they slowly found their way to that key and met her there. <laughs> but it was like, a, it was a tumultuous 30 seconds. Let's just say that. Wow. <laughs> that happened. So there's a lot oh, of... Oh, that's fantastic. I, I think you can only laugh at those times, but I mean, there's so, oh, yeah. there's so many things. There's so many things, especially mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if everyone um, is familiar with using like tracks and running tracks in service, mm-hmm. but we've had, a, I mean... A lot of a lot of oh, situations yeah. with with tracks, especially with keys. For some reason, like, hey, we're yeah. playing this song in E flat, and the whole band starts playing in D. Like that semitone crunch <laughs> is like right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all, it happens a lot. It happens a lot. Wow. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. So, like, um, if we've got we we have a lot of people who listen to this podcast who are just starting out. Um, you know, as somebody who's done it for a long time and done it on a high level, like is, is there, um, and this is different from the big room question. We'll ask that in a second, but like, is there, is there a word of encouragement that you would give to a a new leader? Like somebody who's just starting out, um, what would you, is, if there was like a, a one piece of advice or counsel that you would pass on to them, what would that be? Yeah. I instantly think of just like the importance of staying um like connected with the church um so like one of the things we often encourage our team to do it is you know after a service is finished go out and say hi to someone from the church and it's it's, especially with creatives you know it's, it's quite common to have a lot of introverted creatives who are quite happy to like sit in the corner and just be chill but that discipline i think of going out and meeting people in the church and getting to know the people that you're leading every week is I feel like it's really valuable because as a, as a leader, it helps you make decisions. Like for example, mm-hmm. what songs should we sing this weekend? Well, I know our church is in a season, a faith building season. And so mm-hmm. we want to sing songs that really declare and lift our faith to God or lift our eyes to God. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, the more connected you are to the heart of the church and the people who are in your congregation, um, you know, our, our goal and hope is that people are just going to connect with God, but you got to know the people to know, you know, what is, what have your finger on the pulse essentially of like mm-hmm. what's happening in the church and what God is doing in your community. And so, yeah. And I think as well, like just as a side note, like just to keep it really simple, like I have to always even now remind myself like, cool, it's not about you know, necessarily being impressive or showing people how good this new song is. Like it, it, it would be no point to bring a new song if it was just for the sake of bringing a new song. Um, but if it's connected to a sense of purpose or a theme that your pastor is preaching on, it just helps it to feel like it has this purpose. And um, mm-hmm. I just think that's really important. We're here to serve our church, serve the people of our congregation help make it easier for them to connect with God. Um, and so again, like it's just little simple things, like on the most practical note, it's mm-hmm. like you don't do four new songs back to back on a Sunday morning because mm-hmm. that makes yeah. it harder for people. So you, if you want to do a new song, like, I don't know, sandwich it between goodness of God and what a beautiful name so that, mm-hmm. you know, there's this strength moment and then they can learn the new and then you still finish strong, like just little things that just keep it simple and, make it really easy for people to worship and kind of eliminate the distractions. Oh, that's good. That's really good. That's really good. Um, okay. So you've written so many songs um, that are sung all around the world uh, every week. 
songs like Touch of Heaven, Thank You, Jesus, a God song, and Never Walk Alone. I had a moment just before we got on here tonight with Never Walk Alone. Um, what a great song. Uh, your, so your songs have been streamed over 250 million times. Wow. That's a big, that's a big number. Seems like that a is lot. a really, yeah. really big number. Um, so like, how do you, what, what inspires you to stay like creative and fueled for songwriting and this new season in, in, you know, artistry that you're stepping into? What, what's inspiring you to stay kind of like spiritually refueled and creative? Oh, I mean, um, it's just such a joy and like, I, I don't mean to over like emphasize this point, but like serving our own community, like so many of these songs, um, it's very like uh, humbling to hear the scale of reach, but really they all like started in just seed form where we were like trying to write songs that would help our church. Um, so I think about like that song, Never Walk Alone. It's like, we just were like writing song after song, trying to figure out what's going to help people connect with God and what would be a new, fresh idea to, you know, bring a fresh perspective. The first time we ever tried that song um, was just at a creative team night. It was like a midweek meeting. There were about 80 people in the room and it was just our creative team. And the guys led the song. And my friends who I wrote it with Ben Fielding and I, we just kind of looked at each other like, wow, people really sang that first time. Like, it's like mm -hmm. they wanted to sing it and it surprised us. Like we didn't anticipate that. We were just like, we'll try it, see what happens. It, it may work, it may not. And then it was just amazing to hear people um, lean into it and to sing it so loud, louder than we expected. And it, it kind of pointed out to us that, oh, wow, this is something people want to sing. Um, yeah. And so I think to answer your question, like the fuel and the motivation is like seeing people connect with God, like you're trying to figure it out. And we really don't get it right every time. Like we do a lot of songs like where we'll try it. And as much as you're like, I wanted, I thought that was it. You can just look around and you can just tell it didn't, it didn't land. Cool. Okay. Lay it down. It's hard. But I feel like as you grow as a creative, you learn how to lay things down quickly and e it's easier because it's like, cool, it's all right. It's not about us. We're just trying to figure out how to help people have those like authentic, powerful encounters with God. And so, um, yeah, I think that's the motivator, just like our local community and people. Um, and I often find there's a connection there. Like if it connects with our church and our people, often you find other people like resonate with the song too. So I think it's important again, to just keep it simple and, more scale and and try not to overcomplicate it too much like okay we just want to help people connect with god that's kind of it mm. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. wow wow so yeah. you're kind of st stepping into a, a new season here a little bit you're releasing a solo album did i read that you recorded it live it's a live album it's a live album wow. yeah that's right yeah. Wow. wow okay so wow. it's called sundown can you tell us a bit about this project and what your hope is for the songs yeah um Basically, like, you know, like many people who have encountered God, like I've had these like defining moments in the presence of God growing up, like, um, you know, some of it often at summer camp as a teenager, like just worship nights that go on and on where you feel really impacted by God. And um, 
often on a Sunday night at church, same thing, like services that go and go. And you're like, okay, like you just have these really powerful kind of encounters with God. Um, Anyway, all that to say, the heart behind this project was really like just to create a space um, and hopefully capture something like that. And so Mm. I guess, you know, we we don't always record, but on this night we just packed a, a reasonably small room in our church for the 120 people and um, we shared communion together before the night began mm. and we prayed mm. together and then we kind of all piled into this room and just before it all began, we just read a scripture together and set the tone and just said like more than anything, even more than the recording tonight, mm. we just want to go after God and we just want to worship. And it was so amazing because there were just all these testimonies that came from the night. Like one girl had this kind of ongoing back issue and during worship, she felt like mm. a miracle happened and, and God healed her back. Um, another person just, wow. this, it's a really bizarre story, but for 12 years, this married couple was trying to buy a house here in Sydney. It's really difficult to get into the property market in Sydney. Mm. And um, they've been trying for 12 years. And they just felt like something broke in their life. And at mm. 6 p.m. the next day, randomly, through a set of circumstances, they signed the contract on their home. So it was wow. just, wow. its its it just felt like there was something shifting and God was moving in people and breaking chains off people's lives. And um, it was amazing. So, yeah, the, the heart behind it was really that, just to, like, go after God, to worship, um, to create space where people could just seek him. And Mm. we did press record, but hopefully like that is felt during the whole record that you can hear people Mm. praying. You can hear people singing and worshiping. And um, there was this one moment at the end where uh, the guy who was playing guitar just prophesied on his instrument for like 15 minutes because people didn't want to leave. They just wanted to keep worshiping. Mm. And so we ended up just keeping it all. And um I really, I guess the hope is that it would just be encouraging for people and the same kind of uh, encounter with God that we had on that night. I hope it will continue as people listen to it in their AirPods and mm. in their cars and even maybe sing the songs in their churches that that the same kind of moments would and new moments would unfold for them too. Mm. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, what a gift. So we end every room or sorry, we end every conversation with the same question. We call it the big room question. Cool. And, um, if we, if we could gather every worship leader and all their volunteers and every production leader and all their volunteers, we got them all together in one big room and we gave you a microphone. What would you want to say to them? I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is just to say, you know, it's so amazing what they're doing to serve God with their gifts and to like, use their life to to help other people connect with him. And, you know, the Bible teaches us like, don't grow weary in doing good. And I would want to say that to people like, don't grow weary in doing good and serving others. And if you do feel like your heart is becoming a bit weary or you've lost that sense of like, you know, fresh expectation for what you're a part of or the heart of it, like I would encourage you to go out, as we talked about before, go out and talk to people in the church and and get a feel for like what people are believing for and what people are mm. needing in their lives and start to pray for the people, start to pray for the church. And I often find that times when my own heart is a little weary, um, 
there's nothing like praying for others and getting your eyes kind of off yourself. And I think sometimes we all just need to do that. Just refresh ourselves by remembering others and what, what they're believing for and what God wants to do in their lives. But yeah, my ultimate encouragement would just be to say what, what you're doing is really special and it's really important. Like I think Jesus teaches us that whole message of, you know, we, we are here to serve. He came to serve us and gave his life in service and love. And I think our responsibility as believers is to also do the same, to serve him and love him. And so be encouraged when you serve and you use your gifts, it's us becoming more like Christ. It's us becoming more like who he is. And I think that's a really powerful thing as believers. And so, um, yeah, don't grow weary in doing good would be my encouragement. Mm. Mm. Man, we can all use that. We can all use that. Well, Hannah, thank you so much for taking the time. Um, we got a little appetizer of the new record and just, it's fantastic. And we always encourage people, anybody can stream it, go buy it um, and make sure you follow Hannah Hobbs uh, on the socials um, and, and man, go grab your copy of Sundown. Uh, we can't wait to see how God's going to use it. So honored that you, uh, you took the time to call us from the future <laughs> and to let us know that everything is okay. From the future, Tomorrow. I would like to say thank you for having me in the past. <laughs> <laughs> didn't work, so. <laughs> thank you, guys. It was so nice to talk to you. Oh, it's great to have you. So I got to tell you, first of all, Thank You, Jesus has been a really special song for me. Um, in my ministry and just in my life personally. And that song, uh, Never Walk, Never Walk Alone. Alone. Yeah. Ooh. It's a good song. Goodness, man. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious. And I, man, I, I just really love the conversation. I love that um, so much of it centered around community. Mm-hmm. So important. Yeah. As we serve in the local church. Mm-hmm. She was like a little ray of sunshine. She just, she was. she's so, so just so smiley, so sweet, so full of joy. I, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Really it was, enjoyed it was, it was a very joyful, um, uh, very joyful co- conversation. And she was just really re- refreshing And how appropriate that you said she was a little ray of sunshine because her new record is called sundown Yeah, <laughs> and it's live. So guys, you know, our deal, we always tell you, anybody can stream it. Make sure you go grab a copy mm-hmm. of the new uh, release sundown by Hannah Hobbs. Guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 219 of the worship leader probs podcast. I, like we were harping on earlier, do us a favor, go on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us that five-star rating with a nice review, drop some nice words in there. If you can't be bothered then smash five stars and just write A plus in the, in the, in the, okay. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to be very, you know, verbose, yeah. just, you know, yeah. help this us out. This podcast is the best. Yeah. How's, how there hard is that? Not hard at all. This podcast Rock on, is guys. the best. Five words. I'm, you can do it. We're, we're writing it for you <laughs> right now. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So do us that favor. Go on over there. Uh, the leave Walmart, us that. Brian and Jen are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we're the Walmart, Brian and Jen. That would be such a great, yeah. Oh, I hope to read that in a review. I really do. (laughs) (laughs) And make sure you hit subscribe wherever it is that you are getting your podcast content. That way you never have to go look for us. We're just, we're just right there. Automatic. Automatic Tuesday morning. Every Tuesday morning, I wake up to the sound of my own voice 
because Josh has hit play on the Worship Leader Props podcast before I even wake up. And let me just say, if those of you who hate listening to your live streams, yeah, just imagine we've done this 219 times. Yep. It yep. is, it is, it's a test of grace. It is. <laughs> Sit and listen to me. I know, I know, I know. Guys, I have to do it myself, oh my so gosh. I get it. Yep, yep. Um, guys, thank you so much too for following us, for engaging with us on all of the socials. You can find us at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And uh, you can even find us over there on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Yeah, and we love engaging with you over we there. Do. So thanks for that. And uh, hey, Speaking of thanks, we want to give a huge shout out to our friends at Maven Media Productions. Mm. So they're doing what you see and hear from the podcast. That's all Maven. And they're really efficient and they're excellent people. Yeah, They're excellent people and they're excellent at, at their craft. And they can help you too. They can help your church. Uh, you need some help with social media or web design or coaching or whatever. Maybe you want somebody to come in and coach your mm -hmm. social media team. That'd be right up their alley. Yeah. So literally. Right their up alley. their alley. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> I see what you did. <laughs> so make sure you go check them out. Mavenmediaproductions.com. They're the best, man. Just the best. And thanks to Scott Hogue for our intro. Guys, we love you. It's been great to hang with you. Episode 219. We'll be back next week. Uh, send your DMs in. We'll be wrestling with those, uh, you know for the rest of the time. Okay. We love you. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Until next time. Deuces. Smell you later. Smell you later.